Wildcats! Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with a very special guest. We got Chris Starr up in here in the house. Hello, guys. We are very high, so um, <laughs> as you guys uh, probably know, and I don't know, if you guys have been listening to Intoxicated for a while, um, we have a celebration today, and it is episode 30. Woo! Episode 30. We have made it to 30 episodes, guys. There has been a lot of times where I didn't know if I could get this podcast out. I'm going to have to spend all night editing it, um, but we're okay. We're, we're doing good. Intoxicated's still going great. Um, it is Pride Month, so I just want to say happy Pride Month to everyone in the LGBTQ plus community and allies and just happy Pride Month to everyone. So I am pansexual if you guys did not know that. So I am part of the LGBTQR plus community. It's a great month to be to be a little bit gay, you know. I think all of us are a little a little bit gay. But um <laughs> Chris is just staring. So I want to introduce Chris Starr. She has been on travel channels. She's done YouTube for a while. We did we actually started YouTube or like kind of together-ish <laughs> around the same time we started. So uh, tell more about what you do, Chris, who you are. Let's get to know you. Oh, where do we start? Let's dig deep. Okay, well, I've been in the paranormal field since I was little. My uncle was a paranormal investigator and I've been able to see and hear spirits. I lived in a very haunted house and I still do have that haunted house back in Jersey where I go back and forth between here and LA. And yeah, I do YouTube and I had my own show on Travel Channel. And now I'm kind of just going with the flow, seeing where life takes me next. Yes, and what is your intoxicated choice of the night? So, do I like smoking? Like, yeah. Is that what I think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, share, share, um, share what you did. Well, I was on Kelsey's balcony and I found this like half smoked joint just like on the floor. It was floor. like sitting on the floor. <laughs> I dropped it because I was smoking it earlier. And I thought it was stale and I picked it up and I was like, what is this? Like, is this old? And she's like, do you want to smoke? And she like picks it up and just lights it. So that's what we did. That's... Yeah, we smoked a joint. Um, I think it was a hybrid. So we're feeling pretty like thoughtful, but, but relaxed. It's not like sativa where you're jumping up and down and running and doing weird shit. We're just kind of like hanging out here. So on the last episode, we ended up talking. Oh my God, I can't even speak. On the last episode, <laughs> we ended up talking about the catacombs that I had discovered that are underneath my entire city that I live in. So I was telling Chris briefly about this, um, about the catacombs. So apparently there was an old Spanish mission here in the 1700s. So um, there, I guess they made catacombs underground and then we took over, whoever took over, you know, the land, whatever, fucked up shit. And then I guess the catacombs are still left underneath. I guess they would put dead bodies down there. You know, people who had died, I guess they would just put them down in the catacombs. That's what catacombs are for, right? 
Um, yes, and I also thought it was like to transport bodies. Possibly. Is that what it was? You know, for? like um, so the town, one of the towns I was just in in Colorado, like it snowed a lot in the winter, so like the one hospital would actually build these underground tunnels to transport to the morgue. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that could also have something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. And but then, just dead bodies. Yeah, dead bodies. Catacombs equals dead bodies. So uh, it's underneath here. There were like 36 human remains found scattered throughout. There was actually this story. I just did a whole video on this. You guys can check it out on my YouTube channel, which is K-E-L-S-I space D-A-V-I-E-S. Chris Star also has a channel you guys should go check out. It is Chris Star, K-R-I-S space S-T-A-R. I went down to this like bunker escape room and they're renting out this area that is underneath this old bank, like this super old bank. And there was this little girl, Sarah, who came to me. She was banging on my walls. There was, it's just this whole, whole mess that I got myself into. And so I found out that there was a little girl named Sarah who actually died down there. So we ended up going, doing a whole investigation. And we found out that I guess there were like there's like if you go down there there's actually brick walls covering the doors that would go to the catacombs so you're very very close to where you know it's technically part of the catacombs but it is blocked off from the rest of the world or from the rest of the world (laughs) from the rest of the the catacombs (laughs) the whole entire world it's blocked off (laughs) blocked off from the dead bodies but do you think catacombs could have like portals in them Mm. You know, it is possible, especially like the lower you go in the ground, the more minerals and certain right, minerals right. that that we hold and touch like crystals really have a lot of energy. Yeah. So that really could be the case with these underground portals, with, portals these, underground, with these underground tunnels, with these catacombs, um, especially with all of the energy that's there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you go down there and you go closer to the opening, like the entrance, this is why I'm asking is because like you feel this pressure like it's like it's almost i don't know i I think it's like a portal feeling i get this weird feeling you know that pressure in your chest just so much energy all collected in one space that's how i know if there's a portal that's how i feel or think you know if there is a portal i definitely Mm -hmm. believe that the catacombs do have some sort of portal in them and even the spirits on the spirit box were saying portal Mm -hmm. they were saying it so I was asking, I was like, why is everyone like down here? Like, why is it such a collective, you know, space of supernatural shit or whatever? And they were just like, they said portals and they said tunnels. And it was just super strange. So I think that there's portals underneath. Like my house is super haunted. Chris has, has heard some weird shit. Chris was like investigating right before we, we went live. I was, yeah. You just heard like the cling on the the staircase right here and even the cats were looking up at it questioning so but we're we're in a really old like historic area so it makes sense which is really cool definitely like our vibe you know but these underground catacombs i think aside from the bodies that were stored down there or kept there or if somebody died down there if there is a portal that's allowing for other entities or spirits to come through so there could be like an endless amount of people down there yeah like it seemed like there were a lot even in that small space i asked like how many spirits occupy this space and it said 20. Mm -hmm. i was like that's a lot for one little space that's a lot of spirits and that it wouldn't make sense other than there being a portal 
So I thought that was really interesting, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, check out, I did whole videos on it on my YouTube channel. Just go, go check them out. They're really, really interesting, honestly. Like they're some of my favorite videos I've done. But last night, Chris and I, we went to the Black Phone premiere. So if you guys haven't seen the Black Phone, it's, uh, what's it? It's basically like a horror type film. Um, it had yeah. a really interesting concept. Yeah, it's a horror film, I guess. Yeah, yeah it was like kind of supernatural mixed with psychic concept. It was very interesting and it all kind of went around this guy who like kidnaps someone, like kidnaps children and they basically, you know, this child is uh, getting help from spirits in order to escape all through this black phone. It's super interesting. Yeah. So if you guys are into like this, the paranormal horror movies stuff like that i definitely think that you guys should check it out but i actually have a really funny story um so <laughs> it was at the tcl chinese theater in hollywood so it was a red carpet premiere so the whole cast was there it's really it's really cool to go to these premieres and i was waiting in line for the red carpet and this lady introduces me to two people that seemed really really cool and i was i was talking to them for a good like five ten minutes and my friend Ika, she walks up, Ika McLeod, uh, she's the McLeod fam on TikTok, check her out. She walks up to me, Chris is like on the other side of the carpet because I was supposed to walk and all that. And I was talking to this guy and Ika's like, wait, I know you. And I looked at her, I was like, he does look kind of familiar, you know, like he looks familiar, has a fami familiar face. She was like, you're in Stranger Things. And I was like, oh my God, and it clicked. That's it was Vecna. fucking Vecna. The guy who plays Vecna, Jamie, uh, oh, I gotta get Bauer. Bauer. Jamie, Jamie Bauer. Bauer. Yes. Jamie Camp Campbell, Campbell Bauer. Bauer. Mm -hmm. So we met him. He was super nice. I was talking to his girlfriend for like like so long, minutes. like 20 minutes was talking to her. She was really into the psychic medium stuff, like super into it. They were so kind, but like I guess he was in Twilight too. I remembered he was really? in Twilight. He was one of the the vampires with the red eyes, like oh. with Dakota Fanning. Oh, so he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's Vecna. So if you guys have not seen the new season of Stranger Things, or if you haven't watched Stranger Things, Stranger Things is basically about this girl. You want to explain it? It's basically about a girl who they kind of hold captive and they do these like weird mind experiments on her i guess it's like the cia it's like a highly it's like a high part of the government and stranger yeah. things i don't really know the best way to explain like what they do yeah but it gets really complicated um yeah <laughs> oh my, what else do I there's say? this girl so they call her 11 that's her number they were given numbers like as a yeah. child and she has these supernatural abilities that they are like testing on these children they're testing these supernatural abilities like telekinesis type stuff crazy yes and, and like going into like when she closes her eyes and goes into like the the upside down the other dimension yeah it's, it's super interesting i think they're teaching her how they were teaching her how to be multi-dimensional yes. and how to cross over into other dimensions to fight these evil entities yeah that's it yeah 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 like the demogorgon and or they vecna. call it vecna they they just call it after their game like it's if you guys haven't seen stranger things go watch it right now i mean it's it's just an amazing show and it's on season four right now and the new episodes that come out soon and i'm really really excited but <laughs> Aside from me promoting Stranger Things, sponsor me, I wanted to get into the origin of Stranger Things. So if you guys didn't, 
the origin the origin the origin the origin the orgy the orgy (laughs) (laughs) what was i saying so we are getting into the origin of stranger things because it actually is based off of a real location if you guys didn't know that yeah so chris has actually been to this location it's camp montauk camp montauk yeah. camp montauk so i guess that it's actually i kind of wanted to pull up this article here i wanted to dig in a little bit about this camp so i wanted to take you there when you visited the couple times but it's just so far out so i live in jersey right outside new york city so it's like maybe three hours all the way out in the hamptons like all the way east of long island at the very tip so it's kind of far still yeah i really want to go someday though because that would be really interesting so the rumors took hold in 1992 11 years after a military base at camp hero was shut down a now widely debunked book called the montauk project experiments in time by preston nichols told of a sinister nazi style experiments that meddled genetically and psychologically with kidnapped local boys okay so there's a bunch of conspiracy theories here and i guess there's official military history of the area one that dates to the revolutionary war in favor of hunting down aliens So they believe that this place, like this is, I guess it's conspiracy theories that some people think are debunked, but some people don't think they are. And it's about human experiments happening in the area and that with children and uh, aliens and just weird supernatural things that like the government wanted to keep hush hush and secret, basically. Mm -hmm. So you went there. What was it like? Um, So it's kind of i think a national it's not a national park but it's monitored by like these park rangers so they are driving around you will get in like huge trouble if you trespass there was a hole in the fence i just like went into the hole of the fence mm-hmm. kind of close to the building i didn't go in um because it was like daylight and obviously i wasn't trying to get arrested they will arrest you just fyi if you guys go like please you know do so at your own risk but um i stood outside and i just did a spirit box session on my sb7 Um, And I heard what sounded like Morse code coming through. That's only really happened in areas where there was a lot of like alien activity or like a highly um, like old CIA like active place. Um, So I heard that. And then um, I also was getting responses about children. And the word experiment came through like you hear it like clear as day. This is before I even did YouTube. So do you think it's true or do you think it was debunked? Like what do you think? I think it's true, um, and I say that because there's so much that has happened with the CIA that they try to cover up. Oh, um, all the fucking time. Like, it's so secretive. We know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. Like, they give us probably 5% of, like, what they yeah. want us to know. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what, two years ago during COVID, they, like, came out about the USS Nimitz finally. Like, finally, like, after no years. Shit. And they did it during COVID, so no one paid attention right. to it. Like, the right. Pentagon literally released that, yes, there's UFOs, there's actual footage of UFOs, spacecrafts that we mm-hmm. don't know, like, where the fuck they came from, if they're aliens. They released that to the public during COVID, when so it got hushed it got pushed down because covid was the big deal covid was like the distraction Mm -hmm. is what like a lot of conspiracists say yeah there was obviously like obvious proof and we've known this 
But like going back to like Camp Montauk, like that entire area is known as like a UFO hotspot. So Long Island is actually known as like a UFO hotspot. Do you think that they did alien experiments there with the children or do you think that was separate? Like, what do you think happened? Oh my God, it's so hard to say. I feel like there definitely was some sort of like alien UFO like research. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of me that believes that the government is like really working with higher beings oh i believe it one thousand percent for like higher knowledge and they absolutely could have been involved in this yeah it's a very it's a high high energy area or what's the word for it it's not like a portal but it's like a very very um like what's like what's it called i don't know i know what you're like talking something about, like in the area that's high like, frequency area yeah, it's a high frequency energy based and it's like where the hell is all that energy coming from like it's there for a reason right you know right there's also in this article it says that there's lafreno which is a 53 year old who grew up in montauk and now works as a park employee at camp hero he also sincerely believes he was one of the lost and tortured Montauk boys populari pop popularized in this guy's book he wrote. But, I mean, someone said, I didn't believe it until two years ago. He was hypnotized for about 40 minutes and all these memories flooded back. So he went into like a hypnosis state to get his memories back because he believed that they had wiped his memories wow they did a very bad thing to us there we were just little kids they had no right to experiment on us it was a very dark evil thing he believes he was abducted and abused during the summer of 1980 and possibly during the summer of 1981 when he was 12 or 13 he recalled under hypnosis that a local boy whom no one knew very well invited him to bike to the base um the first time, he said that there were two men waiting for him. Dressed in civilian clothes, they ushered the boys into a sunken house on the base. Later, he said he and the other boys were brought underground through Battery 113, one of the sealed gunneries left from World War II. He remembers lying on a table with wires coming out of him like electrodes. They analyzed us like animals. He said that there were up to 50 other kids there. He believes some of the children were later killed. Mm. Maybe the ones that they couldn't like wipe their memory. Maybe they killed them because they realized that they were going to remember everything that they did. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a, this is I like a conspiracy. I know about this guy. What yeah, I guess God. like he truly. I just saw something like floating right here, just so you know. <laughs> Hello. My haunted house. I think it's Hi. Lola, honestly. Who are you? Was it white? Is it was kind of blue. Blue? It's blue. <laughs> it's like Lola's in a blue dress. Yeah, Lola, like she I usually see her in like her white nightgown that she died in. Um, but that's uh, interesting because maybe you associate blue with no, I had to tell you, sorry. Okay, so this says it would be easy to write him off as a kook, but he is gainfully employed at the park, has a steady girlfriend, and appears to have a solid relationship with his kids. Locals call him a friend. So basically, he's like a norm, a quote-unquote normal guy. You know, he doesn't have weird... You know, like some people have weird issues where they make up things or, or what, but they think that this guy is pretty... Yeah, like relatively he's normal. Stable. Yeah, relatively normal, yeah. and they don't know why he would make this up. Um, I've never heard of him. 
and that's really interesting that like there's somebody that is still alive that was potentially like tortured down there and i like wholeheartedly believe that there were kids down there like when you walk up to that place you will absolutely know what i'm talking about when there's energy of children it's a different type of energy for me it's a lot lighter um but at the same time it was just like this really bad heaviness that i really haven't felt at many places and i think because of the innocence of the children's lives like being so affected and like possibly them losing their lives that's where that dark heaviness is really stemming from Mm -hmm. and when you have like the loss of a child that's so much different than the loss of like an adult even though both are terrible and it's you know the way that people die can be so terrible when it's an innocent child like that energy changes and i know that shift in energy so when i I was there I absolutely felt children and it was really overpowering I didn't even know if I wanted to go in like if I could I don't even know what I would do with myself because right. it is dark it's it would really be dark. so dark in there it's just like crazy to think that this could even be a possibility that's happening in our world like you don't know what's happening in our world and I think it happens all the time yeah. I, I don't you only think... know what they tell you yeah and I think that they have these hidden bases all over the planet oh for sure even area 51 we found that out so they probably moved all their shit to like a different area that people don't know about and then we'll find out about that one you know? and if like... you think about it there's like a hundred thousand like how many people are missing in the country right now like hundreds of thousands and then such a big portion of them are children and we always think sex trafficking right but like what about government experiments right we can't just write that off because we trust the government no we can't like I don't trust them. I don't. Trust I really them at don't. All. They can come, come get me. They're gonna I was come gonna get say, us. They're gonna come fight us. Right We're all now. paranoid from the weed. Oh We're like they're gonna God. come get us. Why did I do this now? <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I'm sorry. He Cut. said that while under hypnosis, he went to the location he remembered with another Parks employee, Charlie, who was also interviewed by the Post. There, they found rem- remnants of the sunken house from his his visions, like wow. his memories. So they did find the sunken home that he was explaining. So if we had a backhoe and my boss would let me dig in that spot, which I know he won't, I can guarantee we would find some cement structures down there. So he's very adamant about this. He's like, if we dug, we would find shit. He should. I don't know. Well, maybe they well, can't. Yeah. He doesn't want to like get fired. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? He doesn't want to get... I think it's state land. That's what it is. Not national, but state land. Yeah. There's a lot. This says in the 19s and 70s, Nichols led something called the psychotronic movement that claimed government agencies used electromagnetic waves to plant thoughts into people's <sighs> heads. I believe in that. So do I. That's kind of what was Do you ever happening. wonder why, like, I don't know, people from different areas, like even Florida, you just look up, like, man does this in Florida, and it's always some crazy shit. Why is it in Florida? I think it's a lot of it is environmental. Absolutely. Yeah, like location, environmental, because yeah. you go to, like, different, even when I went to Thailand, the energy was so different. Just a completely different energy. And every state I go to, I always associate it with a different type of so energy. Do I. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. What it's about different. like the 5G towers? Like where I'm from, like the New York City area, we have like the most 5G towers. When I go home, my energy is super low. I have loads of health issues. This year in particular, like when all the 5G towers started going up, like my family and I lost all of our animals. Like my sister lost her dog. My other sister lost her dog. I lost my cat. That's it's like, awful. there's so much happening that really could be affecting. And like, just because like, it might not affect a human and a human might not die from this energy or these like signals being put out, like animals are so highly affected by it. And yeah. it's not just like my family that's been affected by it. It's 
a lot of people I know, their animals aren't passing away. It's very weird. That is And weird. it is close to Long Island, too. So it's really not far from there. Yeah. But that whole area is a very high energy spot. Like, the frequency is really high, but not necessarily in a good way. Yeah. No, that's like... It's just, it can, we can go on about this. Like this can be just a whole freaking conspiracy, you know? Um, But let me know what you guys think of all this. I definitely want to know. I also will be reading one of your comments at the end of this from the Elisa Lamb case, which Chris, Chris has been to the Cecil Hotel a few times. So we've both been in there and we just know Elisa Lamb was murdered. Absolutely. Absolutely murdered. No doubt. Um, So I wanted... I was going to read, I'm going to still read someone's, but I'm going to read someone's comment from this. What do you guys think? I want to know that what you're, oh my God. What do you guys think? I want to know your conspiracy theories or your thoughts on all this weird CIA creepy shit. The CIA also has worked with psychics and mediums. This is a known thing that a lot of like ex-CIA agents will tell you. They will tell you that they are terrified of that realm because of the things that they saw and things that they experienced. And I think that they did a lot of testing back in the day on psychics and mediums. I think there's actually records and documents of there this. Is. And then they stopped the testing for whatever reason. It always makes me think of Stranger Things. Yeah. It's like the same weird shit. The CIA did come out about being able to, like psychics, like mind reading or mind yes. readers, like there is documentation that they put out. Yeah, I'm like, you can read the title. The CIA recruited mind readers to spy on the Soviets in the 1970s. Yeah, from 1972 to 1995. But they, they finally came out with documentation stating that they have done mind control experiments. That's what it's called. And there is a group called MK Mind Control. And that ties into like the conspiracy theory about the government working with celebrities and controlling celebrities like in masses to create this agenda because obviously big celebrities are very influential. So MK Mind Control has a lot to do with the government working with them, controlling them, controlling their minds to push certain agendas. So that is, um, I think, I don't know if that's like truly been confirmed. I just know that like when we think of the Illuminati, the Illuminati is a lot of people say the same exact thing as MK Mind Control. And again, it's all about the government running these like mind control experiments, but also being successful with it. And that's so the crazy. weird part. It's, it's so, so crazy. crazy. Guys, this this podcast is for open open-minded people only if you're not open-minded get the fuck out of here the fuck out. we don't want anything True. we don't want anything to do with you I'm just kidding. exactly get the fuck i hope you have a great get day out of but our, like get away get out of our fucking faces you can't sit here <laughs> you can't sit with us <laughs> <laughs> but it says that there's a project stargate have you heard of project yes. stargate you have i have not so i kind of want to get into this a tiny bit So Project Stargate operated between 1972 and 1995 and attempted to offer, in the words of one congressman, a hell of a cheap radar system. Mm -hmm. During the tense period of the Cold War, the U.S. government sought to deploy a potent new weapon against the Soviet Union. Mind reading. In a highly classified project conducted first in California Research Lab and in the 1970s, later at an army base in maryland the cia army and defense intelligence agency recruited men and women claiming they have powers of extrasensory perception also known as known as esp to help uncover military and domestic intelligent 
intelligence secrets. I've been to Fort Meade, and that's why this this whole Stargate thing sounds familiar. I've heard of it, but yeah, I've been to Fort Meade. You have? Yes. That's crazy. I didn't know that's what where it originated. What if they originated. kidnapped you and tried to use you for your psychic gifts? And then I end up, and, and then I don't know because I'm really high. And <laughs> no, and then I don't know because they like wipe my memory clean. What if what if they have what if that's why like our psychic gifts are so prominent? What if we have been experimented <gasps> on, but they wiped our minds so we don't know it? That is like crazy. That that's like Eleven in Stranger Things. Like they made her so powerful and strong. Like they did that. Like, why Why are some people with psychic gifts more, like, have it more than others? It's like, what if, what if they did something? What if they did something in the womb? What if they snuck into our mother's vagina, crawled up there in a little tiny, like, electrode? Like, they shrunk themselves tiny, and they went in there, and they were like, this baby, we need to experiment on this baby in and the they, womb. They put, like, electrodes all over our little toes. Yeah, like, all over, and we're just like, no. And like us kicking, <laughs> us kicking in the mother's belly is actually, actually us, us reacting to the electrodes. And we're like training, like they're training us. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this has nothing to do with energy at we're, all. Okay, this we're just, just really high. I think that was a little far-fetched. This but. Isn't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> Guys, don't, don't take us serious right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Um, okay, but take this serious. In 2017, the, D, the DIA, the CIA declassified some 12 million pages of records revealing previously unknown details about the Stargate program. 12 million? 12 million, million pieces of paper? Where do they put that? Pages of records. Where do they put it? Up their fucking ass, <laughs> clearly, because, like, where the fuck is it? By the time the program was shut down in 1995, psychics known as remote viewers, I've remote viewed, so many times like it's actually insane i proved my mom like did i tell you about that how i proved it to my mom because she didn't believe that i could remote view i told her exactly what her parents were doing in colorado what rooms they were in yeah okay shit like like i've remote viewed a lot and it is the weirdest thing it's i've done it like in a trance like state yeah like i've done it three times in my life like i can remember each and every time and it's it's nothing i can like control but when it happens it's so freaky it is the weirdest shit like i'll say what someone's doing on the other side of the room while my eyes are closed and they're do it's just it's been crazy but um so psychics known as remote viewers had taken part of in a wide array of kinds of operations from locating hostages kidnapped by Islamic terrorist groups to tracing the paths of fugitive criminals within the United States. So, like, they literally have had psychics freaking helping the CIA. But then, but then people frown upon it. People say, oh, it's not real. You're crazy. You have schizophrenia. You Respect have a mental illness. Respect the dead. Like, leave, leave the dead alone. They don't leave us alone. Right. Like, it's not our fault. It's yeah. just, like, something we have, and it's so hard when people are, like, I had a YouTuber. I don't even remember his name. Az- Azuzi? Azuzi? Azuzi. I, don't know, I don't know what his name is. I don't know. But he went, and he said, this girl has a mental illness, like, to his million followers. Like, sat there and said, I had this mental illness. And I'm like, how can you sit there and diagnose me with a mental illness in front of a bunch of people when it, it's something that the CIA and the Actually government have to. fucking known about? 
Like they want us, they want people to think we're crazy because yeah. we know shit. Yeah. I've been bullied and ridiculed my entire life. Like when I was little, ultimate, ultimate outcast. I had no friends. I was a loner. Nobody could relate to me and my spirituality. It wasn't until I was like in my mid twenties when I like started meeting people in the YouTube industry that were like accepting of what I do and like my abilities. And honestly, it always blew my mind because the government obviously does stuff like this. They've released these official documents stating that mind control is real. Like it just came out this past year. Now that I'm like remembering the timeline this past year, it just came out. So tell me you don't believe in it why exactly. like i just want to know what give me a yes. reason give me proof that it's not real how about you do that give me proof that it's not real give me proof that ghosts aren't real give me proof that like it's just so weird how closed-minded people yeah. can be it's like seriously you're gonna go to a mental illness because you don't understand it you right. don't understand what we go through daily, what we see daily, you don't get it. So you're going to sit and diagnose people with a mental illness. Like that sucks with people who actually have mental illnesses. They are struggling. They are suffering. There is a lot going on there and they're sitting there just diagnosing people. Right. It's just so, it's messed up. It is. And I've had a lot of like TikTokers and YouTubers like diagnose me with mental illnesses. And I'm like, what? Like, what did I... I don't understand. What did I do? <laughs> like, yeah. besides see fucking weird shit, what did I do? Right. Really? Right. It's How does it so affect strange. you? Exactly. Yeah. Why is it any of your fucking business? But it's also, not. I just have to say, like, physics dictates, like, the way that energy works. And it can neither be created nor destroyed. Yes. So it's when science. we die, where do we go? It's science. It's physics. Like, we have to acknowledge that. At one point, these, these skeptics have to, like, sit their asses down and really think long and fucking hard and say this is science like this is actually existing so it's just crazy how, pe how the extent people go if they don't believe in it keep an open mind like come on you can be skeptical that's fucking fine but to be just closed off to the idea and just nasty about it it's like let's not and say we fucking did <laughs> what what? I'm really high. I'm going, I'm all angry. I'm getting all mad. You're seeing fiery Kelsey on this episode. I'm usually pretty calm, but people mad. have pissed me off. People just suck, dude. Mm -hmm. People piss me off. It's been, it's been a journey. People just like, I don't know. It's weird because you call out people for their shit. And it's like, if you call out someone for something you don't like, then they go against you and they spread lies about you. And they'll go like, tell people all this stuff. But it's like, you be upfront with your friends. If something's bugging you or if you're doing something shady, allow your friend to call you out on it. That's what a good friend does in my eyes. So it's just funny how many people have just like dipped out of my life because I called them out on their, their shady shit that they're doing. It's so sad. Yeah. Kelsey and I have known each other for years and we've been through we've it. We've been through we it. We have been through it. That's for sure. We have met some very interesting people. <laughs> I'll tell you that, man. Okay, guys, we are going to go away from us being angry at the world. <laughs> just kidding. It's just people who are just like have done us so dirty for no reason. Like literally, what is the, there's no reason. You ready? So we're going to play some moral dilemma. You are a scientist looking for the zombie cure. Society is giving you a safe place to work, fresh food, and whatever else you may need <laughs> may <nude. laughs> to help boost your brain's power. However, you learn that all the efforts will be futile. 
There will never be a cure, and what's worse, everyone is already infected. Do you A, tell people that there will never be a cure, or B, pretend to continue to work on the cure and remain protected and well-fed until the inevitable end? I don't give up. I, and I know you don't either. We are very persistent bitches. (laughs) (laughs) No, like for real, I'm not trying to die at the murder. Okay, so like my, I was about to say my pet peeve. This has never happened though. This is like my biggest fear. It's not a pet peeve. Imagine I'm like, my biggest pet peeve is like dying at the mercy of others. Like that's what I was about (laughs) to fucking say. No, okay, my biggest, my biggest thing that I'm like so scared of is dying at the mercy of someone else. Even if it's like a zombie, okay, and like right. there's nothing, and I know it's not like a it's human. It's like out being. of your control, like that. Uh, yeah, I guess death is out of your control, but having someone else take, take it your from life you is so different. That would scare me. So I personally would keep going until the inevitable happened. I would be honest and say, you know what, I have not found a cure, but I would still work on it the best to my ability. And if it does come to an inevitable end, it was just meant, to, meant be. to happen like our energy belongs elsewhere in the universe so we um we're all going to die <laughs> at some point and then we move on to our next journey and like some of us don't even stay here some of us go elsewhere like i'm from other places i've lived all over the solar system how cool is that so have you <laughs> like I have we might have you been think fucking have? neighbors i might have been like orion and you were like somewhere over in like the pleiades or vice versa you think yeah, like who knows? That's not really neighbors. I feel like, like I've been on Earth for a long time, but like, same. I feel like your soul could have traveled, like your energy, that energy could have traveled throughout the universe. You know, like yeah, it could have definitely lived on different. You, we don't know what's out there. We could have definitely yeah. been on a different planet and like, right? I don't know. For I feel sure. like I'm very Earthbound, but like I definitely go out into space sometimes in my head i don't right. know i feel like i could definitely have been like part of like a a weed planet i think i was part of a food planet i'm really hungry right now too so oh, no we'll order food we'll order food okay this is a good one you have a friend over for some drinks your friend calls you a poor ugly peasant <laughs> do you a Tell him to get the fuck out or B, allow him to continue to drink your free beer. Okay, so like I'm not confrontational unless I need to. Something I really stand up for is like disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably like lay it to him soft, like softly. softly. <laughs> lay it to bottom him softly. <laughs> lay it to him softly. <laughs> <energy. laughs> I, I would definitely like have a conversation first and be like, give him a chance most people like i'm i'm a forgiving person i feel like because i read energy and sometimes when people are truly sorry for their stupidity i give them another chance so if my friend was truly sorry for his stupidity i'd be like sure let's have another beer fuck it let's move on you know i'm pretty laid back pretty mellow like that i would probably just start crying (laughs) you would but you see i would i would i would address it and i would try to like talk about it that's what I do. And like, 
if it's fine, like we're moving on, you know, just yeah. like moving right along. Like we don't dwell, we don't hold grudges. I'd probably be like, why, why would you say that? I'd be very hurt. I would just be like, why would you call me a poor, ugly peasant? See, I would be <laughs> That's hurt. That's not a nice thing to say. No. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> I'd probably laugh if they called me that. I'd probably think they're joking. I know. What? Who <laughs> <laughs> the fuck talks like that anyway? <laughs> Oh my you god. Poor ugly. You poor ugly pheasant. <laughs> Wait, you, you are at a swingers pheasant. party and the person to your right has an STI? What's an STI? Um, it's like a curable STD. Oh, do yeah. you A, tell everyone, perhaps in the form of a board game, or B, not tell anyone because they are ugly and unlikely to have sex anyways? <laughs> um, I would tell everyone. Because, I would unless, tell everyone unless like, they're not so if they're like openly like hey I have an STI like I'm not oh, it's not yeah, my yeah, business yeah. but if you're like hiding it and trying to be like fucking weird like I have an STI but I'm still gonna go fuck like then yeah we have a problem oh yeah I'd, fucking, problem. I'd do a whole like PowerPoint presentation <laughs> <laughs> I would play sorry and I would like leave clues all over the board. <laughs> Everywhere you land, you get a clue. I don't know what I'm doing at the Swingers party, but like. <laughs> I don't know either, Kelsey. We're you never like, know where life takes you, like, man. We're like there know. together. We're like, no. what the fuck are we? <laughs> Lola's there, my haunted doll. Lola's at the Swingers party. <laughs> I just have my teeth <laughs> Okay, okay. Someone, someone came up with like a paragraph, all right? So big shout out to. Wait, I like, this is their username. Are you ready? What? <laughs> Me cry? No, like, it's laugh cute. Cry. <laughs> Putting yourself first isn't selfish. That's a good username, okay? I love it. I wish I knew your name, but putting yourself your... Putting yourself first, <laughs> putting yourself first isn't, isn't selfish, selfish said. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> They said, what I genuinely think happened to Elisa Lamb is that she seemingly felt watched in the elevator, right? And she said, followed me in on the spirit box. She actually didn't say it on the spirit box. She did say that directly to me, though, just to clarify. But I think that she was on her way to the showers and realized someone was following her, which makes sense because she was in flip-flops. Yeah. You know? She was very panicked in the elevator also, so she could have been doing anything to get the door closed, but she couldn't see. Mm, I mean, maybe she couldn't see, but I do think maybe she was having a manic episode, you know? Maybe she yeah. was not in her right mind to press that button. Right. Or drugged. I don't know. There's or some, drugs. Or, she did go out with, like, two people beforehand. Right, right. But they didn't find drugs in her system, so I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, Her family weird. did confirm she had some sort of like manic episode. But this is a good theory. This is a good theory. If I'm just adding my thoughts to it. So don't get me wrong. Okay. Um, this would be because her glasses were still in her room. Uh, if you were going to take a shower, I don't think you would bring your glasses. So it does make sense. Definitely makes sense. She was in flip flops with no glasses. Makes sense to go take a shower. Then she could have ran down or up the stairs depending on where the public showers are and during the shower she could have been smothered by bed covers because on the spirit box she said covers and thrown into the tank along with her clothes. There was a gravel in the tank with her or there was gravel in the tank with her clothing and I feel like if you're carrying a body you wouldn't be able to throw the body into the tank without putting the clothes down first, which is where the gravel came from. That's definitely a possibility. Um she most likely gave up when there was not use of people hearing her from the tanks. And 
That's why you hear the loud bangs seemingly coming from the tanks. Because when we were there, we heard this banging. It sounded like someone was banging on the tanks. Mm -hmm. It's odd to me, though, that the people that work there were supposed to do checks, right? How wasn't she found earlier? Which I, I definitely agree with. If they're doing daily checks on the water tanks, they could have heard banging coming from the tanks. And even if they didn't, from just the roof, wouldn't they have took a look around on in the tanks or around them. It could have been the case that the workers were slacking, but something seems completely off about this whole case, which it does. Even if she wasn't in the right mind, she never tried to hurt anyone. She had two roommates, even though she left notes, locked one of them out, she never tried to physically hurt them. It's just bizarre how it, this was all ruled as an accidental drowning. Definitely agree with a lot of that. That's, I mean, it's super, it's weird. It's just something that it, it's such a mystery. If she was smothered by the blankets, there wouldn't be proof of that in the autopsy, right? I don't think so. Unless her neck was like bruised or but like I there think was. What if they covered, you yeah. know, like they could, she could have covered her nose, mouth with something or, right. or they could have killed her and then put blankets over her to get her up to the roof or right. something. You know what I mean? That's definitely. I don't know why it said covers. And I don't know. I think someone's covering something up. I think that some of the evidence that we know isn't all of it because there's things that don't add up and there's a lot of speculation that it had to do with the workers. Yes. And somebody could have paid someone off. Honestly, it is on Skid Row. There's a lot of deaths that have happened there. There have been, like, we've experienced some strange, not all, but strange, some strange people working at the hotel. Oh, yeah. There has been a lot of very bizarre people that have worked at that hotel that we've experienced you know in the past so it's like <sighs> and they don't want to talk like a lot of them don't want to talk about it which is so weird to me and then someone commented on my cecil video and they were like my cousin actually was one of the roommates of elisa lamb i don't know if this is legit or not i haven't really talked to them again but i definitely if you're watching this definitely uh, i left my email um they said that they have proof of it wow i guess um and that she the roommate even thinks she was murdered yeah she went out with two people two guys i don't know if they were workers i don't know what the situation was she went to a bar or something like she went somewhere yeah. with somebody um and then that was the last time she was really seen other than inside of the elevator which right. is just really creepy like everything so that took creepy. place in that elevator is probably the most fascinating but the creepiest thing i think i've ever seen yes yes i think it was the elevator footage that was just like that's what made the case so different because it was so fucking bizarre um but i want to get back into the psychic stuff so there was actually this is an article and it's the pentagon paid this is on the los angeles times oh uh, la times okay so this is like a very trust trustworthy news source and it says the pentagon paid 20 million dollars for a psychic's aid so basically it's saying that the u.s military and intelligence officers spent as much as 20 million dollars over two decades consulting psychics and others with suspected paranormal powers in an attempt to obtain on the cheap and in a hurry information uh, pertinent I don't know if I said pertinent. Mm, yeah. To national security that was unavailable elsewhere. And we will get into this in the next episode of Intoxicated. <gasps> the next episode. The next episode. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Thank you, Chris Starr, for, for coming on me. the podcast. Yeah.
you're interesting. You like really dig in. I like it. Make sure you guys give this podcast five stars wherever you're listening to it. Also, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, then please give a nice little thumbs up. Nice. Give that like button a nice little tap for me. Just booty tap just a nice little tap like, booty tap just tap it real quick you know but make sure you guys follow chris star on all social media shout out all your social media um it's just at it's chris star on everything i-t-s-k-r-i-s-s-t-a-r um that's it i'm chris star on youtube yeah chris star and then my social media is k-e-l-s-i-i-d-a-v-i-e-s-s and YouTube, I already said it like five times, but it's just Kelsey Davies. Oh, also don't forget to check out, we do have intoxicated merch. It's available in the link down below in the description um, on my YouTube channel, and I will add it to the description of the podcast as well. If you guys would like to get your own, your very own intoxicated merch, I would absolutely love that. I and do. Yes, Chris, I will get you something. Woo. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Stay woke, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.